Hey everybody, superfan Giovanni here. Welcome to Classic Loveline, episode 394 from April 2nd, 1997. No guest tonight, just the love between the two hosts. Adam opens the show asking Dr. Drew about his vacation in Las Vegas. Drew admits to taking some freebies from fans of the show while traveling. And Drew plugs the restaurant Spago, saying they uh, really hooked him up. Adam then tells them to kiss his ass, as he didn't get anything out of the deal. Just another classic love between the two host show. This is the last tape we have uh, officially until uh, much, much later in the year. So we're going to be missing most of April of 97. We're going to have some fan tapes from May, uh, some more from June, July, and from August. And then in September, we're going to have more official tapes. I don't know for how much longer. We will find out. We'll try to patch all the holes we can patch, and any uh, lost tapes we come across, we will definitely put back into the feed. As per usual, this was recorded in 1997. Some of the medical advice may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and Mike Catherwood on current day Loveline. 1-800-LOVE-191. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast One, on Facebook, Podcast One there as well, and PodcastOne.com, the home of all your favorite podcasts. And check out the Podcast One app available for iOS and Android devices. And get all your favorite podcasts a lot simpler. Mahalo and get it on. Podcast1.com production. <sighs> Two. Welcome with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Would you sleep with sick women? I may be pregnant, but I'm still a man. Spank the unruly ones. It's indecent, it's vulgar, it's blasphemous. You're gonna ride you till you can't stand up. Come on, come on, let's go down. All right, all right, keep your shirt on. Loveline's meant for an adult audience. Loveline may contain sexually oriented content. Listener discretion is advised. Here's Loveline with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. All right. No guests tonight. Phone number 1-800-LOVE-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. I'm Adam Carolla. That is Dr. Drew. He's a board-certified physician, an addiction medicine specialist, and he's uh, back from Vegas. Yes. And the thing is, is uh, he wanted to go to Utah, but the uh, four-year-old triplets uh, insisted on the nightlife. Uh, no, is, no, no, is no. That, you, wait, that, you, don't, you described you, it to me, Drew? No, no, no. Well, close. Yes. Hey, listen, let me the tell you something. kids insisted on Vegas. Let me tell you something. You, you have uh, you know disdain what it's like? for Vegas, right? You didn't no, want to no, go? No, 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 no. We have no. a nice time, too. Oh, I we, see. We have a nice time, too. Oh. But I'll tell you what, it, it is uh, very family-oriented. I mean, look. Last night, sure, I, booze, hookers, uh, gambling. That's when, uh, that's when you put the kids up in the room with the you know grandparents, and you get to go out with your wife and stuff. But the, the rest of the day, I mean, it's there's so much stuff for kids now. I mean, you got to go to the pyramids and the castles and the you know the space towers, and I mean, really, honestly, there's just uh, there's an amusement park behind MGM. It's huge. Oh, really? huge. All right. You uh, on the tourist board now, or no? Is there I, anything I in this? They're very nice people too. They they're a lot of fans of this radio program. There. Oh, really? Yes. Yes. Really? Yes. Which was kind of surprising because we haven't been there that long. Uh, in Vegas? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you get any discounts, any uh, yes. freebies or yes. anything? Yes. Oh, yes, really? Actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, uh, Drew plays the uh, demure doctor on the air, but in real life, no, he's no, a pimp. I, this was, no, this was uh, un, unprovoked. I mean, they were really? very, very kind. At, uh, well, they give you everything for free in Vegas. You're nothing special. Uh, what it, happened yeah, to your I would, I would actually mention the restaurant if I... If I oh, go if ahead. Name, name a stupid restaurant. Spagos. Spagos? Spagos? Yeah, isn't that amazing? Holy crap. Yeah, they'd heard of you there. Oh, for Christ's sake. They advised me to get rid of you, but oh, they'd heard of all you. All right, yeah, uh, right. You Spagolians can kiss my ass. Uh, put a breadstick uh, where the sun doesn't shine. Uh, all right, you know Drew, what? I can what? tell. It, I, there is, you, you missed me. 
I you're did. Being, you're being very nice to me. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't that you're good. It's just Bruce was just uh, out of his out of his game uh, these I few think, days. Oh, he was sick Bruce. as a dog. This poor Bruce. He, he sat not, there he like not. a lump of human flesh. He just. He was. Oh, he was hurt. He should call John. What happened to Bruce? Bruce had 103 temperature yesterday, and he, he sleeps all of three hours a night. Ah. And I, I have uh, uh, no pity on Dr. Bruce because Bruce stays here after the show, uh, wraps up at 12, and talks my ear off about sports cars for an hour. And then when I finally uh, doze off and have to hit the road, he then talks uh, engineer Mike's ear. All right, but it's probably, he's probably just playing a game to make sure you don't give him grief about running out of here two minutes after the show. Eh? No, that's not it. He, he knows. You can't be satisfied, can you? No. I leave. No, I, I take care of business. No go winning. to sleep. There's no, no you're, winning you're with pissed. me. All right. Uh, so I'm trying to think. So, yes, I did miss you. Duran right. uh, Duran was uh, great last night. Uh, great guys, and you uh, missed a fun show. Uh, I don't know who else you missed. Oh, Matchbox 20. Thank you, Ann. And uh, who else? Oh, Erasure. Oh. Yes. Mm. We had a little heated gay <laughs> debate there that got a really? little uh, uncomfortable for a moment. Really? But, uh, I straightened him out. I think he's heterosexual now. It's because Adam Andy so, Bell. Adam is a gay bashing sexist pig. Is that the deal? Yeah. Right. Oh, please. same boner, different jizz. Yeah. <laughs> that is uh, that is my description of a um, multiple orgasm for a male. Yes. Yes. I think yes. it's uh, oh. part of the Corolla so, genius. So glad to be back here. All right. Uh, so you are back, and uh, we're glad to have you. And what happened to your chin now? Uh, yeah. This is an old story now, but it's, I don't have a chin anymore. I, I was trying to use my my father's electric razor. I just took the whole this whole chin off. Really? Look at that. Well, yeah. Uh, let me tell you, uh, the first four inches of the incision, I would have put the razor down, Drew. I, I, wasn't, I didn't hear it. didn't feel it. I didn't realize anything had happened until blood was pouring down my neck. Seriously, it was you ridiculous. You have a very high threshold. It was ridiculous. It was what? Recalculous. Thank, well, thank you. you. I'm glad to be back. Yes. Okay. Let's go help so you're people. Out of, you're out of touch. Okay. All right. Uh, let me just read a quick piece of uh, email. Uh, this comes from uh, Miles. Uh, I pulled this quote off the website. Uh, is it true? We have a website? Yeah, I guess. Apparently. Okay. Dr. Drew's degree, although not an MD, as his title implies, is invaluable to those needing medical advice. Not an MD? I I really don't know what to make of this. Dr. Drew's degree, although not an MD, as his title implies. So apparently you're not an MD. No, I am an MD. Oh, you are? Yeah, and have been for many, many years. Well, uh, they, they went on to say you're invaluable anyway. I don't know what, what you know, that's why, you, that's why we have you say physician, so there's no mistake about that. He's, uh, he's a board-certified physician, right. addiction medicine specialist, look, look, what, what's going on and here? addicted to gambling. What do you want, Mike? I need to put the record on here. Uh, this one's noisy. It's not something you want to do uh, before the show, perhaps? <laughs> or is, you want to change my seat or uh, tear up the uh, the veneer from on top of the council before the show? All right. All right. <laughs> now he's mad. All right. You ready to get started? You chased him out of here. All right. Now, I'm right. On, now, Mike, you want to do it? You let's can go. do Come it. On, let's go. All right. Let's go. What I miss? Who, hey, Ann, who's tomorrow night? What happened? They just canceled. Oh, they did? Yeah. All right. So uh, screw them. Screw them. Who, who do we screw? Kevin Smith. Oh, no, Kevin no, Smith, on. yes. And uh, his wife. Uh, Joey Lauren Adams. Joey Lauren Adams, or his girlfriend. All right, screw you. Mm-hmm. Aren't All they right. married? No, no. Who cares? No, they're just no, they're very nice. They're very yeah. nice. They're very nice. Well, we put a curse on them anyway. Crystal, 16. Oh, hello. Hey. How are you? Good. Okay, I want to say hi. How are you? Um, uh, <laughs> not Bruce. Yeah, you, you want to give a shout out to any of your homies over at uh, the junior high or anything before we get started? Or 
No. Okay. That's okay. Um, okay. Um, here's my basic problem. I'll try and get it through as quickly as possible. Um, <laughs> really? Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Um, end of December, I met this guy online. Um, we had a really like intense relationship. Um, end of January, sort of, it occurred to me that I had no clue how old this guy was. He had no clue how old I was. I asked him, he's 40. Mm -hmm. um, I told him I was 17 because, you know, that's closer. Um, I just turned 16 last week, Thursday. Uh, right. Um, yeah. uh, although he deducted three years, so he, he put you back at 14. <laughs> but go ahead. Is he somebody you've actually spoken to, or is it just uh, an online thing only? Online. Okay. But, so it's, but like, okay, um, then all right, all right, we were so like, okay, that it sort of like really bothered the two of us. And so I said, well, okay, but we'll just be friends. Right. Big mistake. Three days later, you know, friendship out the window. Um, so According like, to whom? What? According to whom? According to both of us, like, the two of us, like, whenever we talk, we, like, build these castles on clouds and stuff, and then we have to stop ourselves and say no, but there's, like, the age difference thing. All right. I, I understand <laughs> that— He's listening to a lot of bread. <laughs> yeah. understand that this guy, if he's—again, uh, you've never spoken. This is all on the computer, right? Right. Yeah. And this guy, if he is a guy or whoever he is, uh, something's not right about him if he's unable to sort of pull back a little bit. When well, he, he did. All right. And stay there and keep those boundaries. I mean, and, and maybe even sort of transition out of this relationship. I mean, there, there is, I, I know it's hard for you to see this, but What's for a 40-year-old. What's wrong with a uh, mature older gent striking up a nice a platonic a relationship yeah, with a teenage girl Look, over a computer, that's, Drew? That's bizarre enough, but that the they go is, on in these sort of. Huh? The thing is that we understand that, and like I don't know. All right, here's it's it's all a catch twenty two situation here, Crystal, because it's one of two things. Uh, either this forty year old guy wants to have sex with a sixteen year old he met over the computer, which which, is which bad. makes him flawed. Yeah. Or this forty year old guy wants to just hang out and chit chat and befriend a sixteen year old chick he met over the computer. I, I think that's a more dangerous element in well, society. But, I really do. But, I think the look, second is right. a more dangerous but look, guy. Look. Let's, let's say Because at least the sex right, motivation right. is something. Let, let's look at what's actually okay. going on here. Drew's like, uh, really been saving up the verbiage. Uh, yeah, and Adam's really excited about me being here. I apologize for him. But here's the deal. is Look at the evidence here. The guy got involved not knowing she was 16. Okay, maybe... There's, see, that's why Mike wanted to change I, uh, You wouldn't right. let Mike replace the goddamn uh, yeah. cord. Right. You kicked him right out of here. All right. Uh, if you know, if he's responsible, maybe he is just work. He, he would just transition out of this relationship. It might take time. He might, you know, he might care, you know, protect her feelings, get out of the relationship. But he is not only not doing that; he fluctuates between a friendship and something much more intimate, which is right. totally inappropriate. Right. The, right. the guy's sick. Listen, uh, Crystal. Mm -hmm. When you're 16, you think everyone else is 16. Uh, your your brain's done growing, your boobs done growing, and that's it. Not true. When you're 40, you realize where you were at when you were 16, your head was uh, spinning around like a twister, and you didn't know your, your ass from the hole in the ground. You know what I mean? You know, that's yeah. the problem. When you're 16, you think, I, I can relate to anybody. I'll, yeah. You know, what the hell, I'll, uh, I'll date Ron Wood. Right. What the hell? I'm a woman. Right. You know what I'm saying? No. Who's Ron Wood? Uh, okay. Right, you, you ever hear the Rolling Stones? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> any 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 reference that doesn't have to do with opera uh, flies right over uh, Drew's head. All right. All right. I should have used Mick Jagger though. You're probably you're probably right. 
Uh, did Placido do that, uh, Engineer Mike? The younger girl. Did what? No. Dated a younger. Not not forty years, thirty years is his junior. No. Break the hymen, break the hymen. All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right. There should be an opera written about virginity, though. Uh, Is there one? They all kind. A lot of them have that. They're all tragedies, and so they all have the kind of quality. And it's all it's all fathers protecting their daughters, and the daughters getting killed, and Uh, dads killing themselves. Get ready, you're going to be living that opera in a few short years. Don't think it hasn't crossed my mind. Uh, Joe. Yes. You're uh, yeah, 24. Yep. Yeah. What's up? Uh, I need some advice. Uh, my wife's sister's husband uh, has schizophrenia, uh-huh. uh, and Hold on. it's basically gotten to the point where uh, the family can't deal with him. All right. So he's not actually biologically related to you. He's just a, a brother-in-law by marriage, right? Yeah. And the, the family can't relate to him because he's mentally ill? Yeah, he's he's basically, you know, he tells people off and he hears voices, you know. Yeah, he has a diagnosis of paranoid schizophrenia, is that right? Yeah. Is he taking the is he taking his medications properly? Well, the thing is is he was diagnosed in prison. Ugh. And uh he doesn't want to admit that he has a problem. Now, what was he in prison for? Uh armed robbery. Does he, oh. did he do a lot of drugs? Uh, he smokes pot occasionally. Uh, as far as that, I don't know. Okay. Because sometimes uh, substance use can look like schizophrenia. I mean, people that use a lot of drugs can appear to be schizophrenic, and if they don't, if you don't get that history, sometimes they get mixed, misdiagnosed. Oh, by the way, I think they're cutting down on uh, uh, drug use in prison. Also, I think uh, Friday night yeah, but is a uh, pot night, but, and that's it. I understand, but if, they, if somebody is evaluated coming into prison, they say, ah, this is a, this is a schizophrenic, <clears throat> Six weeks later, he might look totally different. Manic depressives sometimes get diagnosed as schizophrenics, too. But the fact is, he's got some kind of what's called a thought disorder, where he's hearing things, seeing things, thinks he's somebody different than he is, right? Yeah, he's, you know, we know this. We've kind of read on The Simpsons and stuff, and he's, he shows most of the symptoms. Yeah, so no, no, Joe, Joe. Schizophrenia is not a diagnosis you made by, make by reading about. If this is your all diagnosis, uh, no. Uh, he's out now, though, right? Yeah, he's been out for. Uh, does he have a gun? Uh, I don't know. Well, right. all we can say is he has major psychiatric illness, and he needs to be on medication. There's a lot of very effective medication now for chronic thought disorders of various types. Mm-hmm. you got to get him help. I mean, on medication, he may be a totally different person, okay, and you got to make sure he takes it. All right. Some of it's injectable. There are things like prolixin and things you can take an injection every few weeks or even Haldol. That, that'll keep people, uh, if it's schizophrenia, and, and pretty well glued together for quite some time. It's a pretty horrible affliction here in yeah, the Yeah, horrible. Voices. Schizophrenia, I, that's why I'm surprised. That's why I'm questioning the diagnosis. The way he's reacting to it suggests there's something much more going on. Well, it's, much, it's, it's pretty heavily stigmatized, but it's really a horrible, horrible affliction. Yeah, um, schizophrenics are miserable. It, it's, it's a Right, but people just go, hey, it's a, he's a guy's a nut job. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Uh, but anyway, Joe. Uh, your wife's a little wacky, too, isn't she? Uh, yeah. Kind of. Yeah, here's how I know. Because your wife uh, comes from the family... That married that. That married the uh, gun-toting uh, schizophrenic. Right? Yeah. Uh, they're not too far apart, because the sister's a little nuts, right? Uh... Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. What's your wife doing? Uh, she's... Listening to the radio. No, all right. Listening to you, Adam. <laughs> right. uh, there'll be no sex for the, uh, the rest of '97 then. Uh, Joe, tell her you love her. Okay. And uh, <laughs> okay, I was gonna let you do it over the radio, but okay, I love you. 
All right, I love you too, man. Just, just, it's just it's fl- overflowing with affect, <laughs> yeah. wasn't it? You know, it's really interesting. Yeah. He had he had kind of a skizoid quality about him too, right? Uh, the kind of detached. Uh, he had the ski, not the zoid part. <laughs> he was at least ski. Uh, tell you lover, Joe. Um, I love you. I love you. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, his cup runneth over. He's uh, uh, Jaime the robot. Uh, now hop up on the table. Kaboom. <laughs> Do you smoke? Uh, only when I drink bad oil. All right. All right. Should I do a little more get smart humor? No. All right. Uh, Katie. Yeah. Fourteen. I know our I know our demo, and I know uh, yeah. sitcoms from the '60s uh, are what they respond to. Drew. And, and I want you to know that our our listeners were not even, hadn't even been born yet when Von Wood was a household name. Uh, Von Wood. Ron Wood was not the guy you mentioned. Oh, Ron Wood. Oh, for Christ's sake! I thought you were trying to come up with Dick Godier, who played like Jaime the Robot. All right, all right, all right, all right, that's good. All right, sorry, Katie. Okay. Katie, does Jaime the Robot mean anything to you? Nothing at all. All right, fourteen. Great, uh, Katie. First of all, I'd like to say I love your show. It's really cool. I listen to it all the time. And I'd like to say hi to my friend Barbara in Glendale. It's really all right. cool. All right. Um, but my problem is I'm bisexual, and. Sometimes when I'm on the phone with my boyfriend and, you know, he he talks about a certain girl, you know, like Gwen Stefani or something. And I say, oh, yeah, she's hot, you know. Wait, wait, excuse me. Did you say somebody's first and last name there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, do you, no, do you know can, we, can we dump that, please? No, 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 no. Listen, he has uh, to dump that. Uh, uh, and, uh, and, uh, uh, and her whole call is in jeopardy because of that. Uh, All right. Hold on. Hold on a second. I'm putting Katie on hold. i got to yell at Drew for a second. Uh, no, no, do that. Yeah. yeah. No, I can't put her on hold? There you go. Not oh. the way you were going to do it. Oh, was All I right. going to do? Press four again? Yeah. What that? Would have locked her on the air. All right. All right. So we're both screw-ups. Yeah. I'm a mechanical Just go ahead and yell at me. What's, what's the deal? Gwen Stefani is the lead singer from No Doubt. All right. You've All right. met her? Oh, no. You weren't here. No. You weren't here the night uh, I offended uh, the group, and now they will not come back because I'm uh, bigoted and uh, misogynistic. I see. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. Katie, go ahead. <sighs> okay. Um, occasionally, my boyfriend sounds like he's like kind of disturbed by that, and I don't know if that would be like a huge risk for the relationship or whatnot. If you were to go after a woman? Well, if I... If you were to... Uh, listen, if you were, if you were to go after anyone... It's a huge risk for the relationship. Well, I'm not saying if I would go after him, but, like, if, like... You want to like, gamble on Katie? Oh, yeah. Well, no, wait, no, wait. I, I want to ask Katie a question. Did, did, did you did you have any sense of how we were going to react to your call? What, what sort of one of our overwhelming themes might be towards you when you called? Uh, um, probably don't go after anybody. Yes. Oh, That's yeah. A like, huge problem, yeah. Yeah, but what else? Um... I don't know. It's interesting. It's I don't interesting. know, but I'm sure you're going to tell me. Can we, uh, Katie, can we gamble on you? Sure, why not? Is it, is it worth our time? Yeah, I you, guess. You know what I'm saying? Yeah? Is there going to be a payoff here? Um, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, all right. All right. And, and, and don't yank my chain, Katie. I'll, I'll hang up on you. Well, here, here's sure as Drew doesn't know anybody, I'll hang up on you. All right, Katie, hold on. Yeah. Here's gamble. The- uh, we all haven't right, gambled. Right, I've been right. dying to gamble. I know right, you just right, came right. from uh, the the biggest uh, the gambling empire in in the world, but right. I have not been gambling because of right. uh, Bruce's incoherence and uh, many other things. Do you know what, what a gambler I am? I spent my entire evening last night on twenty dollars. Really? Yeah. The hooker was that cheap? No. No. And I broke even. <laughs> really? What were you playing? 
quarter the video poker. Thing. Oh, that is so gay. That is so why bother? I know. I sort of feel. You that just way sit too. home in your room, roll up the yeah. sheets of notebook paper, and see if you can throw it into the can. You're right. Like, that, that no, you're quarter right. slots. That's for it's fat, not, it's not a slot. old it's, it's women not a from Iowa. It's the, the poker. Oh, that. Oh, for Christ's sake! Please, Drew. How? God, you're uh, sounding like one of those you? fat old women right now yourself. Hey, here's the deal about Katie. How does a fourteen-year-old uh, know? Put the dollar down. Yeah, but th- here's my th- my theme. I'm gonna call it. This is how does a fourteen-year-old know whether she's bisexual, homosexual, or heterosexual? All right. Uh, listen, right. I want to say something that I discovered in your absence. Yeah. Uh, somebody mentioned, uh, and this is part of the argument we're getting into with uh, Andy Bell from Erasure, and uh, Bruce sort of did his best to to bolster my point, but yeah. uh, right. he didn't really come through for me like I like I would have uh, you know liked. All right, let's see what I can do. Uh, how come every time somebody calls in this show and says, I'm confused about my sexuality, uh, we suspect some form of abuse? Isn't that insulting to those who are bisexual or homosexual? No, because sometimes people will say, I, I'm, I'm 14, I, I'm, I'm homosexual, I'm freaked out about it, I'm trying to be heterosexual, but I have these overwhelming homosexual feelings. Uh, hold on a second. You got it, Engineer Oh, Mike? please, come on. I would like to hear that tonight, if I could. And if you could edit out the four, can you get out the fourteen part out? Do you think? It, okay. All right. All right, all right, but the, all right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What what happened to me that I suffered this? And I sit here and take abuse night after night. What what was my deal? Uh, We can get into that. We can devote the eleven o'clock. Eleven o'clock. All right. right. Uh, Where was I? Let's just gamble. All right. No. No. No, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The the thing is, we're we're dealing with people who are having a lot of chaos in their feelings and who are acting on it. Typically. Yeah. You know, we're, and we're certainly not talking about people with a mature sexual orientation, whether it be homo, bi, or hetero. And plenty of heterosexual acting out we pick up as abuse, too, right? Yes. It doesn't have to be that way. Well, here's what I would say, too. It's, uh, it's a neurotic flavor to it all. That's what they used to call it. There's a million uh, 14, well, I don't know about 14. Maybe there is. All right. Uh, let's, for the sake of argument and for the good people over GLAD, uh, there's a million of 14, 15, 16, 18, 20-year-old people who are gay or bisexual, comfortable with it, and have no problem with it. And, and I have us. no problem with and that. they don't call but us. But they don't call us and say they have a problem. Right. But, but not only that, at... at Every 14, 15-year-old should have an issue with their sexual identity of some type, right. some questioning. Okay. Some, they're, they're still, they're, there's, there's some ends drying. And while it, before it's dry, this, they're still wondering what, you know, how, what form it's going to take. All right. Let's gamble on Katie. When we get back. No, well, let's gamble now and we'll get to the answer All when right. we get back. Physical abuse with, with some early childhood sexual stuff. Uh, physical like, abuse, a sprinkling of molestation. As a result of her getting out of the home because of the physical abuse. You know, it's, it's phys- She's phys- physically, abu- uh, forced, physically abused, forced to go outside, and then was victimized. Just, yeah, was right. Was set up as a victim because of that. Really? Yeah. How old? Uh, eight to ten. Maybe even a little earlier. Eight to ten with the physical abuse? No, no. Physical abuse started early. Early. Four, five, six. Oh, Christ's sake. All right, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go a conservative route. I'm gonna say uh, no physical abuse, uh, no sexual abuse, uh, 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 dad, uh, uh, emotional abuse from dad. Right. Ah, aha. I'll throw in alcoholism for him too. All right, and I'll uh, I'll I'll raise you with uh, with a heroin addiction. <laughs> what? Right, we don't need. That I'm gonna double down on sodomy. No. Okay. Uh, when we come back, we'll find out the real answer to uh, Katie's dilemma. Here's Loveline before deworming. Here's Loveline after getting fixed. 
Here's Loveline chewing out its stitches. Here's Loveline dragging its butt across the carpet. Bad Loveline. Bad Loveline. Loveline has been bad, and we'll be right back. Untuckitbaby.com. <laughs> Button-down shirts, untucked. They always look sloppy. I know I'm wearing one right now. Untuckit.com shirts are designed to be worn untucked, the perfect length, innovative design. And uh, it's got unique sizing. So it's got uh, charts for uh, sizing charts for guys. It'll fit uh, just about anybody. Um, <clears throat> you can go from a Bernadette mouth to a Sandra Sandra Bullock Bernhardt mouth. Oh, Bernhardt. Yeah, Bernhardt. The wrong one. Yeah, no matter what size you are, they got something that fits you. Endorsed by GQ, made in America. That's what I like. Not outsourced to some sweatshop. Visit untuckit.com. Use the promo code Corolla, Corolla for 10% off all purchases plus free shipping. So uh, new fall line just released, by the way. Check them out at untuckit.com. Tuckit.com promo code Corolla. All right. What's up, you mutts? It's Kevin Clancy, better known as KFC from BarstoolSports.com, the most popular guy website online. Now we're doing the Barstool Network, which is everything that's great about Barstool, brought to you in podcast form. We've got two podcasts. Mail time is for the average working guy in the cubicle looking to escape his day with relatable stories of nine to five life. KFC Radio is like every drunken guy's conversation with his friends, but with me and your favorite other Barstool personalities. Download it now at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. I'm I'm homosexual. I'm freaked out about it. I'm trying to be heterosexual, but I have these overwhelming homosexual feelings. What the hell is he saying? All right. Well, another uh, admission from Drew. Drew, the mics were hot, so... Uh, Can we dump that mic, or... No, it's too late. Sorry, Drew. Uh, The mics do heat up, so you really have to... Okay. All right, all right. Hey, stop that crampy techno stuff please oh all right phone number 1-800-LOVE oh oh what all right what mike turn your mic down please none of us none of the rest of us heard that so don't worry about it i know just because your head exploded come on let's go all right but mike you know what i'm saying no no it's not better talk again Hello? katie hang on a sec Adam's busy. Turn it way down. Adam's very way busy. down. Filling the air oh. with all kinds of important material. Engineer right Mike talks to me specifically. I know. You can't hear it over the air, but he has the thing cranked up. It's a 7 million decibels, and it's, it just comes, it's like someone cranking the stereo. Yeah. Like and a, I like tell him every night, turn yeah. the thing down, and he won't do it. It's kind of a feedback thing. Right, goes now on it's too. even louder than it was. All right. I got to start being nicer to Mike because he's turning on me. All right, Katie. Now, we, we've bet, right? You heard our betting? All right, uh, Drew took uh, some alcoholism. No, 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 no. I gave you alcoholism. I oh, did. you gave me alcoholism. Yeah, yeah. I got All right, phys- I'll take that. Physical abuse, followed by something sexual, sexual happening because she was getting, you know, acting out outside the home. Okay, let's see. Um, Adam was right on the mental abuse from my original father. Mm. Um, can't remember which one of you two said uh, a staged sexual thing. Mm-hmm. I was sent outside and raped. Mm-hmm. Um, I was beaten for five 
plus years. Okay. Uh, all right, Kay, I'm going to give the uh, money to Drew. Okay. Because uh, he got the physical and the uh, sexual abuse. And he lost uh, 50 cents playing uh, nickel poker uh, last week. So, uh, all right. So, uh, all right. First off, I'm sorry. Uh, no one should have to go through that. But, but it, you understand the reason we, we for, I, I, I just get a sense of it about what exactly has happened to people. And, I, yeah. and, I, and but, but I'll tell you what. I mean, at 14, to have a sense of your sexual identity as being bisexual uh, already is uh, sort of out of context. It's, it's just not. I'm glad Mike fixed my my cable. By the way, during that break, it's very nice. I, I He's so was... busy getting that damn drop together for you <laughs> that I, nobody's going to hear me for the next cool. twenty minutes. Uh, all right, all right, all right, um, all right. Um, but but you know it it is. Uh, uh, look, when 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 bad things happens to kids, it makes it very difficult to develop a sense of self, particularly when it comes to your sexual orientation. And by fourteen, you're already acting out sexually, which in and of itself is kind of outside of your your sort of normal behavior. Sorry. And no, no, no. It's not to be sorry about. It. I mean, it's not your fault. I mean, you 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 were the victim of some pretty of some te- horrible. Well, yeah. When I first uh, started listening to your show, the first one I listened to was you guys had corn on. That was the beginning of the school year. I was like, no, I'm never going to turn out to be like a little slut, you know, because I was like the perfect little Virgin Mary. But you'd been you'd been sexually abused. Yeah. Right? I I was like, well, they're wrong. You know, I was beaten and everything and I'm not going to turn out like that and oh you mean we were saying that yeah because you guys were like most people who have you know they start young and god forbid that, not, uh, they, listen they Katie I, I, the fact that we might even be I, I just pray to god that we had no influence on you choosing to do this because I, I, oh, I believe these things are out yeah, yeah it's, it's it. not a choose thing as I understand it it's something that just happens to be it's a behavior that grows out of this kind of abuse yeah, I mean, you know, there, there are. You are not a criminal. You are not a bad person. Okay. But you were around bad people at a very important time in your life. So, I have one really quick question. Yeah. Um, my boyfriend continually talks about one particular girl, and. Uh, but but you understand, Katie? Right, you, yeah. you pick abusive people, right? And of course, he's going to be doing things that make you feel bad. Well, see, the thing is, is, he always, you know, he doesn't always say he loves me. So whenever he says it, it makes it even more special, and he understands that. Makes you more psycho? Special. <laughs> special. Even more special. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already psycho enough. No, but um, um, he, he used to talk about this girl, like, all the time. Um, like, he read me a letter. He goes, keep in mind this girl, thanks for going out. And he, re- he read you a love letter? Yeah. From the girl? It was this all girl right. was sitting there going, please forgive me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was like, right. he, he is going out with her, is the deal. Okay. All right, but here's the deal, Katie. Uh, it is all uh, rearranging uh, the deck chairs on the Titanic. Uh, believe me, uh, this is not. You have bigger fish to fry than this guy. Than this guy, or like or, or the uh, or or making fun of my puns or, or anything like that. Do you understand, Katie? You yeah. you, you got to get yourself straightened out. Your antenna's a little bent. Your compass is spinning around. And when you get that stuff straightened out, it will guide you toward the right guy. Right now, you'll never find... If there was one abuser you'll and find a him. pack of Mormons, yeah. you will pick the abuser out. Right. And if you if you were with a nice guy, you, you'd have trouble tolerating it. Yeah. Right. It would be too uncomfortable All right. So, Katie, you. forget about the boyfriend questions. Forget about the uh, bisexual or lesbian questions. You have to deal with what happened to you. Straighten yourself out, and then you just go have a good life. That's all. You just got to straighten out a few things. And it just takes a little counseling, a little time. Adam. What? A bit of advice. No. Don't play Mr. Know-It-All. 
All right. You don't know as much uh, as you think you do. All right. Okay. All right. Wait, 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 no, wait. Before we let you go, is, does that mean you're you're sort of rejecting what he was just telling you? Because if well, he says something wrong, uh, just, just his overall attitude has he has a bit of this cocky thing. He thinks he knows everything. All right. right. But, be, but I'll tell you what. If he if he says something that's wrong, I'll, I'll you'll hear me talking. Okay. okay. All right. And Katie, anytime um, you or any other fourteen year old wants to come in and uh, debate me on any topic, uh, I'll, I'll be up to the challenge. I don't know about fourteen, but I can tell him where to call. Like Katie's up to the challenge. Yeah. Hey, Katie, you're feisty. That's good. <laughs> You'll need that. But you. listen, Katie, I don't want to get I don't want to get into a, a, you know, an argument with you. You had some serious stuff happen to you. Uh, look into it, please. Okay. You understand? Right. And and don't get mired in all this BS uh talking to me about fish or being a smart ass <laughs> or any of this other crap. You understand? It's all a distraction. Yep. Yeah. Stop yeah. being distracted. Focus on what it is that's yeah. very painful that yeah. you have to focus yeah. on and take care of it. Yeah. yeah. All right? Yep. 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 Oh. And, uh, it's, it's, it falls <laughs> under the category of be genuine. Be real. Yeah. And let me just put a quick message out to all the uh, folks uh, from GLAD and uh, any of the other organizations that constantly ride on Drew about, uh, every time a 14-year-old calls in uh, with a question about their uh, sexuality, you immediately oh, by the way, I'm, look I'm, into no, their no, no, no. Uh, abuse and blah, blah, blah. Uh, everyone kiss Drew's ass. Kiss it. But look, Thank uh, you. By the way, the GLAD people are, are big buddies now. They're, everything's fine with them. What'd they do? I, I wrote them a letter and things are fine. Oh really? Yeah. They look. They, oh. They're the look. Most of the people that right. criticize us, they criticize because they don't. They think take things out of context. There's very few people that have those kinds of concerns that we wouldn't actually agree with and support. At uh, least me. Okay. All right. Let's go. All right. Keep going. All right. Keep but, going. All right. But I'm just saying. Yes. Thank you. You have much uh, bigger fish to fry than Doctor Drew. <laughs> Anybody. All of you. I don't care who you are. Please focus your energy toward matters uh, that will have some consequence in society. And don't hassle uh, some guy on the radio trying to help screwed up teenagers. Or me either. Uh, more, more importantly. More importantly yeah, me. Yes, yeah, thanks. Uh, Terry, 35. Hey, Adam. Hey, Drew. How are you doing tonight? Terry, good. Good. Hey, Adam, quick question for you. Are you coming to EdgeFest this year? Uh, in the lovely uh, Minneapolis. Yeah. Well, actually, it's in, where is it, Wisconsin Idaho? Wisconsin or something. Oh, <laughs> I, it's in Wisconsin, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, don't make me give the corn call. Uh, <laughs> I, I would comment on that. You yelled corn for an hour and a half. Uh, on, stage, on stage. In front of uh, 30,000 drunken farmers. He right. wonders why he got hit with shoes and rolls of nickel. Oh, my God. I was working security and everything was coming over. Oh, my God. I, I swear to God, a Jägermeister shot bottle, uh, the... the Solid, uh, the ones that, that they weigh eight pounds, but they only hold an ounce of Jägermeister because it's all glass. Right. I missed my head by foot. Got and one it, of us. And, oh, got, it got one of you guys? It probably. Yeah. Oh. Oh, and then when they sent me out to bring Iggy Pop out, he knocked me down. It, uh, Iggy came over the stage, went in the crowd, went nuts. Yeah, Iggy was good, though. Yeah, Iggy was All right, bad. but uh, listen, if anyone from the station's listening, uh, uh, my limit is 15 stage appearances. Uh, that's it. Because the first time it was, uh, hey, everyone, it's Adam Kroll from Loveline. Woo! Uh, by the time I got to, like, the 13th time, it was like, uh, get this fag off stage. We <laughs> want to see Iggy. Adam, it's two days this year. Oh, oh boy. now, I almost got killed a half a day last year. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm going to try to work it out, Terry. Good, good. Uh, I had a great time. The people were uh, fine, except for the Jägermeister incident. Uh, I'd love to do it. So we'll see what we can do. Cool. All right, what's your question? Question for Drew. You yeah. know, years ago, I used to sunbathe nude. Mm. 
I'm wondering about skin cancer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What about it? Well, I, could it show up later on? Sure. Okay. I mean, it, it, various types. I mean, uh, it really is m- probably more an issue of total UV radiation exposure than it is to how much of your body is exposed. How about the it, genitalia? It, it, hang on a second. It's also a... a in relation to how many sunburns you have and at what age those sunburns began. There, I've read some data that suggests sunburning during adolescence increases your risk of certain kinds of skin cancers. If you spend a lot of time in the sun, you pretty much are going to get a basal cell cancer. That's pretty much living in Southern California, you're going to get those. Even though it was 15 years ago. <laughs> Uh, but the good news about living in Southern California is you'll get often a convenience store robbery gone the, wrong uh, before, long before the melanoma ever yeah. sets in. Or, or a drive-by. Or a drive-by. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, to take, take, uh, no, take solace the, the mel- in that. The melanoma, yes. Uh, the melanoma risk is sort of a cumulative risk. It doesn't matter when in your life it happened. It's just if you had enough exposure and your risk is right, it'll happen. The squamous cell cancers are a little bit different, and it's uh, usually, in my experience, those are the people who've had a lot of sun exposure. All right, but Drew, we're, we're drifting uh, dangerously away from the penis. All right, the genitalia thing. Yes. No, I don't think... Because uh, I'm I, guessing that's sort of the crux of the question, right? Well, could you get it there? Yeah, you can get, you can get <laughs> no, it. No, your penis is it. impervious uh, it, to all uh, foreign matters. But, uh, <laughs> it's not skin that surrounds the penis. It's Kevlar, Terry, please. Uh, <laughs> didn't you take biology in high school? Yeah. Of course. It's skin that was never meant to be exposed to the sun. Well, and God the, did not and, intend and, people and to, to the, lie around naked. To the extent that that could increase your risk of burn, it could increase your risk of can- cancers. But again, you'd have to get a lot of sun exposure to, to that area to get these basal cell cancers, typically. The melanomas, however, typically occur in non-sun exposed areas, whether or not you expose it or not. Like the buttock, places like that are real common areas for melanomas, even for people who never nude sunbathe. So here's the deal, uh, Terry. It's good to use a uh, good uh, protective sun uh, screen wherever cream on the genitalia. But if you use more than a quarter tube, it is masturbating. Okay? <laughs> Add up to see at Edge Fest. Uh, I hope so. All right. All right. I'll be the guy on stage ducking. All right. All right. Thanks. All right. All right, Drew. All right, Drew uh, why don't you sell the hell uh, out of the next call? Uh, oh, Adam, you'll just love this one. This is Felicia, who's uh, worried about he- getting hepatitis A. It's a big outbreak right now. Oh, it's yeah. tremendous. It's riveting. Yeah. All right. People are, uh, people are scared to get up and get a drink of water uh, that they might miss the hepatitis Ra- A conversation. Strawberries. Oh, yes. All right. But there is an oral fecal route. That's there going. is. That. Ah, that's okay. what this is all about. Now there's You're okay. You're in. All right. All right. We're good. Ernie, the world's fastest drummer for Loveline. Too high when I'm not drumming up a storm. <laughs> what was the rest of it? Loveline will be right back. If it's not, sue me or something. The No No Pro, I'm obsessed with it. I love it because I've spent so much money and time on razors and waxing and any way to get rid of hair. But the No-No Pro is the best way to remove unwanted hair and there's zero pain. I do it when I'm sitting on my couch. I do it at home. I can do it in the office, really. And it's for men, too. You know, your back of your neck, your 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 back, your chest, all those areas that you want to remove hair, you can do it in the privacy of your own home. Legs, arms, face. You're going to die how easy this is to use and the weeks of long-lasting results. No No Pro comes with a 100% 60-day money-back guarantee. And when you purchase it, you'll get a $50 gift card to an award-winning skincare line. Go to nonoemily.com. That's nonoemily.com.
Love Line. Phone number 1-800-LOVE-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. I'm Adam Carolla. That is uh, the good doctor, Dr. Drew, the board-certified physician, addiction medicine specialist. Uh, now take note. Fresh-charged batteries, uh, by the way. Yes, indeed. And, Back and, from vacation. And normally... Um you notice, I never take a vacation. You notice how I, I because walk I the love the listeners. Walk in the studio at the last minute here. Normally, Adam would give me endless grief about that. About what? About walking into the studio at the last minute. I yeah, I really would. Why wouldn't you this time? Yeah, uh, I think I peaked a little early in the show. <laughs> I think I shot my wand about ten fifteen. I was talking to an, an, an interviewer who's doing a big article on Adam. Therefore, it was okay that I'm a little bit late. Oh, right. was that was that it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That too. That's right. Yeah, you don't like that, do you, Drew? Like the way that feels. No, I'm building you up. Drew gets a lot of. Uh, Drew does a decent amount of solo interviewing uh, that I don't appreciate, and that you don't participate in in any kind of meaningful way. I, I uh, want you that, you to take note of what why I'm doing I said on your solo. behalf. Okay. Yes. Faggot better run. All right. <laughs> Let's go, Doctor Felicia. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Hey, Ann. Uh, anyone coming on next week? I need to know about or uh, still booking uh, people. Yes. <laughs> Okay. That means nobody. We're still thing. working on it right now. We're working now. on it. Uh, who are some of the names that are being bandied about? Uh, One of the girls from uh, Inc. The no. It's tremendous. Uh, just uh, on the outside possibilities that one of the girls from Inc. may show up. Uh, what else? All right. Sorry, Ann. One of the girls from Pacific Palisades' new Aaron Spelling show. Tremendous. Okay. Well, there you have it. He's blowing smoke for some reason. He's trying to distract everybody from something. I'm not quite sure what. Let's go. Let's All go. right. I was being facetious. I know. I know. Uh, Anne does a wonderful job, but it's a thankless task. It really is. All right. Uh, Felicia. Hi. 25. I just want to say. Hey, uh, did you hear one of the girls from Inc. Uh, may come on next week? Yeah, I did. That's huge. What's Inc.? Uh well, I'll I have to ask Anne during the commercial. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm guessing something her husband's involved with. Uh, <laughs> no. It's a big show. Are you kidding? It's no, huge. I've heard of it. Oh, come on. It's, <laughs> it's all the buzz. <laughs> well, I'm calling. Um, I just want to say I love your show. Thank you. And, um, and I also, I have a friend. I've been meaning to call for months because <clears> I've worked for her for six months. She's actually not a friend. She's an acquaintance. And she has hepatitis A, and she brags about it all the time, so everyone knows. She had it. Um, hepatitis A, you have it and clear it. You don't. You don't have it. Okay, but it seems like she. Um, she once in a while she gets it again. No, that would be hepatitis C or B. Okay, or, or that, that must be what she has because she. Yeah, hepatitis A. Is, as Adam will appreciate, the oral fecal. And by the way, one of your high school friends is sitting in the control room. and uh, one, one of your You're forbidden uh, from talking to Carl. You understand? I, I've already spoken to him. Oh, for Christ's sake. I told Carl, Carl's an old friend of mine from high school and then after high school, and so he's got the skinny. And, and by the oh, way. The old Adam, before I found Jesus Christ. The by, old, by the way. The Adam that used to fling feces once in a while. And he apparently participated. And by the way, he was not willing to tell me any of this. It was his girlfriend that piped up and answered the question. Uh, that is his lovely okay. wife. And, uh, Excuse me. She, uh, she must be taking. Come on, Carl. Who's wearing the pants over there? Carl's in from out of town, oh. and uh, he's visiting. Oh, Anne, um, Anne, 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 get a tape recorder. And now. Oh, you are for, you're both forbidden from uh, talking about This is one of his poo flinging friends in there. Uh, it was uh, listen. That was all defense. Do you understand? Self defense. She took the headphones off. She's doing an interview now. Okay. And do not take a deposition in there, please, Carl. I forbid you from yapping. 
Sorry. Felicia, the deal is hepatitis A is something that's oral fecal transmitted. This, okay. is, this is why that okay. came. To it. But hang on a second. It causes an acute illness. People turn yellow. They get jaundice. Their liver becomes terribly inflamed. They get very sick and very weak, and it lasts several weeks, and then it typically goes away. Okay. Hepatitis Permanently? He yes. Okay. Well, my question is, if you're suffering from a form of hepatitis, say BC yeah. or whatever, can you transmit it by, say, if, if you're um, going through it, can you transmit it by saliva? Yes. Okay, because this, this girl has hepatitis. Well, she probably has... I, she, when she has these outbreaks, well, how, do, what, how do they manifest? What well, they like? she, she loses a lot of weight. Yeah. Um, she turns yellow, a little yellow. Her skin is a tinge of yellow. Why isn't she getting treatment for this? Um, you know, I asked her that, but she doesn't seem to know. I mean, she's kind of dippy. You know? Chronic hepatitis, and by the way, you get that typically from transfusions or historically transfusions, but sharing needles if you're an IV drug user. Mm -hmm. Some of it can be sexually transmitted. Uh, basically, hepatitis C is a story we're going to hear a lot more about. I've been preaching about this for years. It, it's going to be the sort of the HIV of the next decade, I believe. Well, she always comes to work sick, and and she's always sick, and so that's what scares me. And then she smokes, and she'll tell somebody, hey, do you want a drag of my cigarette, or do you want to... Uh, you're not likely to get it that way, typically. You really okay. are not, uh, okay. particularly not hepatitis C. Okay. Where do you work? A video store? No, actually, I sell penthouse over the phone. <laughs> over the phone? Yeah. I, I, I renew subscriptions. Oh, you do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, how does that work? Our uh, records indicate that uh, you've uh, slowed down in your masturbatory habits <laughs> and uh, it's time for renewal. Uh, how does that work? Actually, Give us your pitch, uh, by the way. You want to hear my pitch? Well, first off, I would like some sort of um, uh, you know, freebie subscription. Well, I don't own the company, so I don't know. <laughs> But certainly you know who to talk to. Yeah, I sure do. All right, we'll see what you can do. Okay, I'll do that. All right, now what is the pitch? <laughs> well, we just basically call someone up and we say, Hi, Adam, this is Felicia calling from California. Can you hear me okay? Great. Great. Now, we're calling tonight to see if you'd like to subscribe to the Can you hear me okay? Why is that an important part of your well, opening? we're calling around the country. And so we want to make sure we have a direct, you know, a good, clear line when we're speaking to the person. Huh. Uh-huh. So we just call them up and, you know, just kind of ask them if they want to renew their subscription. And we offer them a few others while we're at it. And now, is it one of those things where they, you know, they give that newsstand price. Uh, well, we offer uh, three years. Uh, 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 that is uh, 36 uh, issues. A newsstand price is $1,700. Uh, <laughs> yours for $11. Actually, we sell four magazines for $1.92 a week, which works out to eight thirty-two a month. All right. All right oh, okay, that's solid. Four magazines? Four magazines. Penthouse is monthly, though. Yeah, well, Penthouse is monthly. Three of the magazines are monthly, and one of them, one of them are weekly. So they don't mean four, four magazines, four different magazines. That's correct, four different, four different ones. What, what other one do you do? Uh, well, we do Penthouse, Forum, Variations. Yeah, I'm not into the Forum. I don't want to read about some guy getting laid. <laughs> <laughs> That's what forum is. Uh, I'm a uh, sophomore at a small uh, Midwest college. Uh, one day after school, I'm like, all right, so you're getting laid. What am I supposed to do? Yeah, yeah well, I'm not into that. i got to see pictures. Out of curiosity, do women prescribe that forum? Actually, we get a lot of women who subscribe to Playboy for some reason. Hmm. It's and funny how Drew said prescribe. Oh, He's such uh, a doctor. Interesting. Subscribe. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, they subscribe to Penthouse and Playboy quite a bit. 
Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think that forum is more a medium of the mind, and women would be more attracted to Yeah, and you know, I'll tell you why women subscribe to, like, the uh, penthouse, so they can get the guy off them once in a while. Yeah, that's probably you it. You know, it's, it's, it's like, uh, it's why, uh, you know, the guy who checks the meter in the back carries a rawhide bone every once in a while. The dog comes after <laughs> me, throws it, and the dog t- changes course and goes after it. <laughs> All right, let's, All right. Uh, let's What were we talking about? We're talking about Stay hepa- away from hepatitis. her. A, a, so hepatitis A is transmitted via the oral fecal route. It is, uh, there was an outbreak recently of in LA Unified in Michigan, and there's a concern in LA Unified School District about these tainted strawberries, which were grown in ground and soil that was contaminated by this oral fecal route. And the virus is present and gets into the fruit and then uh, gets gets. Now, uh, what consumed. is that? Is that because the sewage system backed yeah. up or a or bunch of work. migrant well, uh, laborers well, uh, was, took a dump it, out no, of the no, field? No, it, it turned out these strawberries were brought in from Mexico. Oh. They think. And so, uh, <laughs> All right, test. And uh, the, the, you know, there's a hepatitis A risk in, in the soil down there. That's why uh, booze is really the only, the only export from right. Mexico I'm into. All right. Uh, hepatitis B uh, is a, they're a very good test for that now. They're a very good vac- vaccine for it. I, I had my kids vaccinated in their first year of life. I mean, a vaccine everybody should really have. Your healthcare worker, absolutely, hepatitis B vaccine is mandatory if you are in a high risk group. How about you hawk pornography over the phone? If you're in a high risk group, if you are gay, if you are an IV drug user, if you are very heterosexually active, you should be having the hepatitis B vaccine. All hepatitis right. C, if, they, if you have a chronic hepatitis C or B, these are very highly treatable conditions. You All need right. to see a liver specialist. Okay, get off the uh, hepatitis soapbox for All just right. one second, please. You're going to hear a lot about this in a couple of years. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> prediction. I didn't just hear a lot about it in the I last mean, 10 a minutes. Lot, a lot, Not just from me. I couldn't possibly hear any more and I just heard. Mm. Okay. Rob. Yeah. 26. How you doing? Yeah. yeah. What do you know about this hepatitis? Don't want it. <laughs> That's good. That's what I like. Honest. Very pragmatic, Rob. <laughs> What's your question? Uh, well, uh, about four months ago, I asked my girlfriend to marry me, and she said no. Mm-hmm. How old is she? She's uh, 21. Uh-huh. How long have you been seeing her? Uh, about a year and a half. Uh-huh. Right. Did she give you an explanation? Well, when I asked her, she said that... Uh, it's kind of a, uh, to me, I, I don't know, but her parents are divorced. Mm. And she said that she doesn't want to get married because she doesn't want to have what happened to her mom happen to herself. I think that's an honest answer. Why does that Why does that surprise you? Uh, it doesn't really surprise me. It's just that, you know, do I, what, what do I do now? I mean, like, you got to get her folks back together. It's your only shot. Uh this is a good, uh, it's like a Partridge Family episode. You need to make a decision uh, whether or not you want to invest more time in this relationship or not. She may come around. It may, you know, for, for many people, it's as much the time in their, li- their life that they are as anything that determines whether they're ready to get married. Yeah, I, I do agree. She's 21. Yeah. Uh, she's real young. Yeah, I mean, she's, she's smart not to get married at 21. Yeah, and that's probably what she identifies. That may be one of the things she's identifying is the mistake her parents made. Eh, people have a way of sort of settling down and settling in as they get older. And, uh, and, I, I, I guarantee uh, that if you sort of stayed with it, worked on her for a while, you know, well, as soon as she hits menopause, uh, that's it. She's yours. Uh, so maybe things will come around in a little while. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, she has a point. Which is kind of hard. It's tough to argue with people when they give you a good rational uh, point. Yeah, I'm an arguer, so... You yeah, know, but, but the more you argue, uh, the further she gets away from matrimony. Yeah. You understand, Rob? Because then she just starts arguing uh, vehemently. Uh, yes, Drew. I understand where the show's going. <laughs> she'll start... Uh, Drew's doing a whole thing with his hands. Uh, she'll start arguing as to why you shouldn't get married, and then it just becomes a battle of wills. 
Let's just back off and relax a little. Enjoy the relationship and see what direction it goes. I mean, everything else is going great. All right, then, all right. then stay with it. That's all right. She's got the right idea, Ron. Just right. relax. I, I think maybe I should just uh, cool my jets. Yeah. In terms of the marriage thing, yeah. Yeah. She's fine. All right, guys. All right. Thanks a lot. All right. I'm sure it's just a big load of crap. She's seeing his best friend. You may think. Yeah. Okay. The more right he is, the more likely that is to be true. All right. I'll be right back after we kill the singer. Oh, no, go ahead. Sorry. This is Loveline, and we'll be back in 10 seconds. This is Loveline on Radio Station. Well, phone number 1-800-LOVE-191. Fax number, uh, screw you. I never get any good faxes. Uh, so, uh, Drew, uh, the big celebrity, uh, back from Vegas, uh, where he got, uh, free food from Spago. It was nice. Yeah. They were big radio fans. Oh, really? Yeah. So uh, it's, all, it's all the, the Las, Las Vegas, uh, natives, right? What's that? The people that work at Spago's are people that live in Las Vegas, and they like the radio show. Yeah. You're saying they don't live in, uh, Baker and uh, make the haul out to uh, Vegas right. each morning right, to right. Uh, bust dishes and Spago. Right. <laughs> <But> needles. <laughs> uh, the best part about going to Vegas is driving to Vegas. The streets, yeah, the cities. Yeah, there's... Uh, Zizix Street. Zizix. Uh, how do you spell Zizix? It, it's Z-Z-Y-Z-Y-X, something like that. Yeah, some idiot named a street called uh, Zizix. Or is it a town or a street? It's a street, I think, yeah. Oh, for Christ's sake. Uh, so I had something weird happen to me today. I was uh, I was a passenger in a car, and we were driving down uh, Highland uh, in, in Hollywood. Uh, in Hollywood, and uh, I was tooling around, and I was it was like a forerunner. It was like a utility vehicle, mm. so I was up off the ground a little. And we're stopped at a stoplight, and we were about three or four cars back uh, on this stoplight, and uh, there was another row of cars next to us, and I was looking across at a guy who looked like uh, MTV's Puck. Basically, a, a real sketchy guy. Right. And he's driving a uh, Ford uh, Fiesta, I think, which is uh, the world's smallest vehicle. Right. And the thing that's funny about it is he has one of these, uh, one of his, y- you can always tell the losers in life. It's the people that drive with the Space Saver spare on their car. Oh, oh yeah. But it's been on for six years. Oh. Here's what the Space Saver is for. You get a flat, you put the Space Saver, you know, because uh, there's not enough room in the trunk right. and the American car you companies drive, or car companies yeah. are cheap, so they put the Space Saver. It's like a little 10-speed uh, tire. Right. Drive to a garage. You put it on the thing and you, you limp along to some uh, Chevron station, get right. the tire fixed. Right. But you, the losers are the guys who got like three Space uh, Saver spares on and, are, and they're, they're wearing the tread down on those. It's been on for, uh, you know, 18 months now. This guy had the Space Saver spare on the back of the Fiesta. 
And uh, the Fiesta already has a space saver size tire right, on. Right. So how could you tell? This uh, this tire was off a shopping cart. I swear to God, it was as big as my fist. It was like as as big as a donut without the Jimmies. The Jimmies uh, with the Jimmies bigger than the tire. Uh, without it, about the same size. All right, got it. And I'm looking at this guy, and he's looking at me, and he's looking real sketchy, and he has no stick shift knob on his. Uh, oh. Uh, anyone who drives a stick with no stick shift knob is a sadist, if you think about it. Yeah. This is a pointy shard sticking yeah. up, and it's not like you don't handle the thing every 10 seconds. Uh, he has no passenger seat. In place of the passenger seat is a big chunk of rock. Oh. Like a rock. I think it's like ballast uh, in this car. Otherwise, I guess when you drive a Fiesta. It. Balance it for that, that little tire. You drive a Fiesta, you have to like take on ballast because if a wind kicks up, you're going to capsize. Uh so this guy's looking at me. I'm looking at him. And then he gets fixated on the uh, right front tire of the car I'm in. And I'm on the passenger side. So he's looking sort of in front and down from right. where I am. Right. And he's staring at it, right. just fixated on it. Then the light changes, and we all take off. But now we're driving, and he's still fixated on it. And I'm driving. We're, we're keeping up. We're going 35, but I'm dri- we're driving right next to him because it's sort of a row of traffic. Yeah. He will not take his eyes off this tire. He's not watching the road. He's watching your tire. Looking at the tire. That's weird. All right. Now, then I look up and notice uh, while our lane is going fine, uh, his lane has come to a stop about uh, 75 feet up ahead. Uh -uh. And he's still fixated on the tire. Oh, no. And I'm thinking about yelling something like, uh, hey, uh, space saver boy. (laughs) Watch the road. Watch the road. But uh, before I can say anything, uh, he looks forward, locks the brakes up, uh, slams into the back of, a, like, a Saab in front of him, and then drives the Saab into another car that's in front of them. Oh, no. So we pull over. Uh, we were pulling over anyway. Uh. So we pulled over, and I said, hey, let's go walk back and see what's going on, make sure everyone's okay. Because, uh. you know, I know a doctor, so I could offer some assistance. Uh, uh, let's see. What would Drew say? So uh, the guys in the car sort of just bumming hard. He's all right. Uh, The people are out of the car because he hit a car and slid it into another car, and they're standing around. And I go up to him, and I go, uh... uh, Are you okay? No. I say, uh, uh, what were you looking at? And he says... he must have uh, felt great about that. Yeah, he says, uh... uh, uh, And uh, Big B.O. is floating out of the car, (laughs) and I'm thinking, okay, this guy's like a speed addict or something. He's on something. He's totally spaced. And he wasn't drunk, though. And I said... What were you looking at? And he was like, huh? Uh, what? Uh, so I wasn't getting anywhere with him. So uh, I stand up and start heading back to the car, and uh, some uh, chick goes, hey, it's Adam Carolla. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, hey, how you doing? And she said, hey, uh, this is great. Uh, you got to give me an autograph. So this said, was somebody that, that was in one of the wrecked cars? One of the victims. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, yeah. Gosh. So I said, hey, this is, hey, how often do you, you know, you just bang into somebody and they're asking for an autograph. So, uh, and then some other guys kind of uptight. He was in the other car. Said, Who's this guy? And uh, I said, uh, uh, don't worry, I'm an insurance adjuster. And he went, oh, well, thank goodness. You know? And I said, uh, and so I'm signing this autograph saying, you know, hope your neck feels better. And this guy said, what, what, what are you doing? Why are you talking to him? What is he signing? Who is he? It's always funny when people don't know. Uh, they, he felt left out. Well, uh, who is pe- this guy and why don't I know him? Uh, la- lack of information creates paranoia in people, too, right? He's a, yeah. he's, he's well, he just, just got rear-ended by yeah. the... Uh, thank God uh, this uh, this Fiesta 
weighs, uh, I, they named it after the Fiesta salad, I think. It weighs about as much as a bowl of, uh, is, a, is a taco shell filled with the lettuce. I want to know why you didn't get out of your car and immediately check your right front tire. I did. Ah, right. I looked. There's nothing, nothing there. Right. No. He was, it was, wasn't my car anyway, yeah. so I, I could care, uh, care less. Right, I was good. fine. That's All right, good. so uh, drugs, I'm thinking, Drew. Yeah. And I was trying to think, what would Drew uh, think? Yeah, what, just, uh, drugs. They'll screen him, too, I imagine, the police. Yeah, and thank God a uh, there was a uh, uh, parking enforcement guy who happened upon the scene uh, two minutes uh, after this had happened. And naturally, the car the cars weren't blocking the lanes. Yeah. People had pulled over, yeah. but you pull over where you pull over. He's giving tickets. Hey, he's there uh, immediately investigating. Uh, what's going on here? Move along. I said uh, there was an accident. You know, people. All right, did uh, did everyone exchange numbers? Because uh, you know, if not, uh, if so, I'm going to start writing tickets. Uh. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, go put a goddamn flare out on the street, would you, pops? And stop writing tickets. We just got in a freaking accident. And by the way, for that ridiculous ticket I got a couple weeks ago, I've still got no notification. Yeah, on that, you know. Yeah, well, that's right. Now I, you're a fugitive. Yeah, I'm a fugitive, and uh, and I the the enterprise people I rented the car from said it's never happened. They've never ever written anybody for lack of insurance. Let's go. All right, let's go. And yelling at engineer Mike yeah. Drew, bore, he, he 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 became bored with the yeah. conversation. Yeah. All right, uh, I was riveted. Tom, nineteen. Drew, Adam, how you guys doing? Good. Good, good. I've got question. Problem. Yep. Okay. Um, when I was eight years old, my dad had an affair, and my mom kind of dealt with it. And then last summer, he did it again, and I had to move out to Albuquerque and help my mom with all the problems and everything. And he moved out of the house, and now they're back together. And I'm just wondering, because my mom just keeps taking him back every time. Yeah, he'll do, he'll do it. Cheaters cheat. That's uh, something we've always said. Well, it's been show. 11 years, Tom. Between episodes. Yes, but they've been married 30 years. I would think that my mom would have some sense to realize that this guy keeps... Why, why is that important to you? Because, I, I mean, my mom and I have been close, probably closer than my dad and I have been. Mm-hmm. Probably. It's, just, it's hard to see that happen. To her. Yeah. And her not realizing that she can get out of it, because they were married when they were 20. You don't think she realizes she can get out of it? I, I think... What she um, said to me is that they're soulmates and that she can't really deal without him. Which is, of course, not true. But I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out how I can because I think I think that him and the lady he was cheating with might still be seeing each other because she still pages him and calls him at work. Well, that would be good evidence for that, I'd say. But, and but ha- what is it you planted on? It's your mom's. It's your mom's issue, right? It is. That, that's true. And, and you can't really convince somebody. It's just like if you're talking to one of your friends, and they had a had a girlfriend that was abusing them in some way. Mm-hmm. How you can't change people. You can't make them do something different just because you see it differently. Yeah, and I just see it as, as she she's changing like herself, kind of like they've been um, since he's been back in the house and all. Well, there's also my brother. He's he's only sixteen. Do you not respect your mom for not standing up uh, well, I, to this guy? I do. I, I respect her as a person. How do you conduct yourself in relationships? I'm not very good at having long-term relationships. Why? What happens? Uh, well, I've, I've had one girlfriend for more than a month. And, and what happens to those relationships typically? They just, it kind of fizzles out. And what happens? To me? What do you do? 
what do I do? I just kind of get tired of it. And what do you do? I, I kind of just blow it off. And what do you do? All right. uh, you want Mike to put that on a cart so you don't uh, hurt your throat, Drew? What do I, what do, I do about Drew, it? Uh, Drew, How do you behave? How do you How behave? Do behave? Yeah, when, when things fizzle out and you're starting to lose interest. How do I, you behave? What do you do? I kind of just, like, move on. To the next girl? Kind of. Aha! Uh-huh. But, I, but I keep friendships with most of the girls that I've dated. All right. Hold on. Uh, hold on a second, Tom. Let me talk to Drew. Okay. Hold on. What are you getting at, Drew? And if you are getting at something, go ahead. Uh, feel free well, to let get me, to let it. Me, let me get to it with Tom then. Come on. All right. But you've been getting at it with Tom for 10 minutes now. What is it? Tom behaves just like his dad in his relationships. Ah. I see there's a method to the madness. Uh, Tom, mm-hmm. do you hear that one? Yeah, I, I don't agree with that. But sure, you're in denial. <laughs> Who am I to argue? <laughs> well, you, you said you, you kind of blow these people off. You don't, you don't have close relationships that you, that you sort of grow out of in some way and sit down with that person and empathically terminate the relationship. You, you blow them off and you go on to the next girl. That's called cheating. But I, keep, I, I don't go on while I'm still with a c- certain person. So, I don't, I'm not married to someone for 30 years and then decide that I'm going to have an affair. Well, All right, so Drew, what are you getting at? That there, that there are things uh, that he sees his self in his dad and that's why he resents himself? Something like that's going on. I, I don't know if that's that clear. It would have been exactly that if Drew had thought of it. No, 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 that's where I, I don't want to put, the, that's too obvious. <laughs> I don't want to say that. I mean, Tom's not coming up with that. And, uh, uh, you know, something like that is going on. Where, I, like where, I despise that from my father. I mean, yeah, I know that. But, yeah, but, but, it's but a, the things you see clearly in others, sometimes uh, you you dis, you despise in yourself. Uh, you know what I mean? I mean, the things that really rub you the wrong way about other people is uh, oftentimes things you're guilty of. Mm-hmm. Things hey, you don't in like general, about yourself. I don't know. If that's, that's, I'm just wondering why this is so important to you that your mom, who has told you that she's happy in this situation, which is un- unfortunate and maybe unfulfilling to her. The only way she's going to change is if she goes to therapy for five years, because this is the nature of her makeup emotionally. Well, see, they went through therapy like... No, she goes through therapy, not together. If she individually does, then then she'll grow to the point that she'll get out of this thing. But in the meantime, this is a huge issue for you. And my brother. No, for you. You're making it a big issue. And your mom's fine. It's unpleasant. It's un- it's unfortunate. But, she, you know, you you somehow want to change her and change how she's behaving. Drew, it's what happened? Your dad get popped cheating no. on your uh, mom? <laughs> No, yeah, yeah, this has become pretty cathartic. No, at this point, no. what's going on? No, come on, let us in. We want to help. No, there isn't anything like that. But I, but I'm just curious. You're cheating? No. But you would say no, even if no. You it's just this is this is such a this is such a clear case of that sort of thing. I, that, that's all. You so got something in Vegas, didn't you? Something what? You know what I'm talking about? Quarter poker. Uh, video poker, my man. All right, uh, Tom. Yeah, uh, I'm, 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 I'm somewhere in between uh, you and Drew. Uh, I, uh, I could understand where you're coming from. It really is your parents' business. I could understand losing respect for your dad. And if I were you, I might talk to your dad and say, "Dad, listen, I don't respect you for what you do, and it hurts my feelings." Uh, furthermore, I wish Mom would stand up for herself. Uh, she's, she's not, and I think you're taking advantage of her. And I just want you to know the way I feel. But uh, resenting dad and urging mom to act, and you're, you're opening a can of worms here. Mm-hmm. I know they're your parents, but they're also uh, husband and wife in their own relationship, and you've got to have some boundaries. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. So uh, don't let it eat you up inside. Okay. That's what we're saying. If I, if I had to sort of hazard a guess as to this whole situation, it's more that um, he hates his dad. 
right. he, he can't deal with that, so he acts like his dad as a way of sort of acting that out, you know, sort of closing that that guilt for feeling hateful towards him. And his only retribution from that is to get the mother to act out his feelings so he can be free to that. Mm-hmm. So everybody's like, mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone's like, uh, yeah. You do that when you talk to crazy people on the street. Um, and they, yeah, it's, uh, uh, God is coming back tomorrow and his wrath will be. Fa- uh huh. Okay. Uh, yes, uh, that's great. Uh, God's wrath. Right. I got it. That's what the head nod is, Drew. All right. Kristen, 15. Um, hi. Hey. How you doing? All right. Hi. Uh-huh. What's going on over there? Um, nothing. All right, I'm hanging up on you. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. okay. Um, well, my friend likes me, and it's a girl. And, well, I like her, too, but she has a boyfriend. Hold on. Is that a pager? It's a phone. Oh, no, my phone. Phone's yeah. running out of energy. Oh. You there? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, but, uh, just a quick note to all the Loveline uh, callers. Never go, uh, oh, <laughs> and then well, say nothing afterward. Me. All right. Uh, you want to get on a stationary phone? I can't. This is the only one, and I've been trying to get through to you for, like, a long time. That's why it's going All down. right, let her ask the question before it goes out. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, uh, well, like, I, I really want to mess around with her, but I don't know if I should because she has a boyfriend. And, like, I really don't want him to get mad or anything because uh, here are very Yeah, don't you hear the S word bandied about uh, on TV and radio constantly? I'm sorry. All right. What uh, What did he call you? Oh, he was just, like, he was... He was calling me a lesbian, and he was just saying all this bad stuff about me. All right, so he feels threatened by you. Well, yeah. Cause yeah, because well, you, your your potential cheating partner. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, that's how that goes. But I really I really like her, and I don't know what I should do. Right, and I, I really like uh, Sharon Stone. Drew, uh, what do you think? I think you ought to hold off. Really? Yeah. I shouldn't act on that impulse? No. Why not? I think I could convince her to love me. It's it's not realistic, and it's not healthy. Not healthy? But look at her. She's so pretty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we could have great sex. Yeah, I'm sure you could. All right. All right. Uh, Kristen. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Yeah, just uh, find someone who's single. Okay. Is that all right, or do you need the danger element? Oh, I sort of want the danger element. All right. The unavailability. Right. Oh, boy. Uh, we could gamble on you, too, but yeah. your phone's going to die before we got to the answer. Everything fine? Uh, no no problems in the past? No. No? Yeah. Folks still together? Yeah. Everyone loves each other? Uh, pretty much. They don't love each other too much, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, Thank you. So you're a lesbian and you seek danger, <laughs> right? <laughs> All right. Uh, g- just go find yourself a nice single girl and settle down. <laughs> okay. And see if you can raise a family. Thank All right? All right, get that thing back on the charger. Okay. All right. Mm. You didn't buy that. What? We, uh, what? No, keep going. What? It's just, just yeah, too Drew, much to uh, get into. Let me tell you about radio. You don't give that. Uh, here's what Drew likes to do. He likes to give a, oh, yeah, oh, uh, no. Uh, uh, oh, I had something good. Uh, forget it. No, it's just too much. We, first of all, we had the phone working against us here. That's right. Uh, Drew is sure that he could have gotten something out of her. You know what? We've been doing too much of that tonight. It's just. Uh, you 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 browbeat me in the last call enough. Uh, Drew is uh, part of the uh, lesbian Gestapo. No. He, he no, will no, sit no. down and sweat any lesbian until she admits that she was molested. No, 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 yes. no. Yes. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm talking about. Let's go on. Come on. Here we go. It's a good call. Oh, no. 
I just like to hear you do the show. I say, oh, no, no. It's okay. okay, no. Yeah. All right. You want to sell the next call? Uh, why yes. don't we talk yes. to the next call? All right. Is it a good call? Yes, I think so. All right. That's a kiss of death. Uh, Leah. Leah. Leah? This is me. All right. You're 19. Right. What's your problem? Um, well, it's more of a question than a problem. Um, my boyfriend was in rehab for about a year and six months, and he had a drug and alcohol problem, and he got out about five months ago. And he hasn't done any drugs or anything. He's in the 12-step program and everything, and um, he's doing really good in that. But, I mean, as far as his sex drive, he has a really strong sex drive. And I was wondering, Dr. Drew, if maybe his addictive personality could be putting itself into the sex instead of the drugs. Mm. That's a fine question. Mm -hmm. Drew, you have some very uh, strong thoughts on that topic? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You do. Are you willing to share those uh, with us after the commercial break? No. Okay. That's, that's good. Listen, uh, there's only room for one asshole on this show, Drew, please. All of my most sensitive areas were inflamed. Really? Loveline will be right back to deal with inflamed sensitive areas. Oh, yeah, people. It's Mike Catherwood from Loveline. And let me tell you something. The podcast that brings together entrepreneurs, artists, thinkers, leaders, and all-around interesting people to discuss relationships, attraction, life hacking, and success. I'm talking about The Art of Charm. The hosts have been featured on the Today Show, Details Magazine, G4, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, etc., etc., etc. The Art of Charm teaches powerful weapons like influence and persuasion, allowing you to network better for business, attract more women, and make more friends with precision and ease. Learn to increase biz contacts the natural way. Meet more women, whether you're looking for new friends or romantic relationships. It don't matter. Listeners, get better love lives, make tons of new friends, and have more biz contacts than they know what to do with. The AOC, that's the art of charm, has studied field-tested psychological principles from special forces, Navy SEALs, and world-class intelligence officers, then reverse-engineered those same strategies and applied them to social life. A show about truly leveling up in life, in relationships, in friendships, at work, at home, and everywhere in between. This isn't pop psychology and superficial advice. This is a show that offers meaningful, fun, life-changing insights with a practical edge so listeners can apply something Right out of the box, every show, every day. Go to theartofcharmpodcast.com or find The Art of Charm in iTunes or Stitcher. You really should listen to this show, The Art of Charm Podcast. Yeah. That's the third eye blind, right? Hey, Drew, didn't you miss them? No, I was here. No. Oh. It's only gone three nights. I don't know where your friend Drew. Come on. I like these guys. They're nice. All right. Uh, phone number 1 800 LOVE 191. Fax number 310 854 4455. Ah, now let me take a look at. Uh, uh huh. Oh, uh, Brian Hurt is coming in. And Jimmy Vassar. All right, so the IndyCar guys are going to be in uh, next week. Very good. Uh, last time that happened, one of the guys died uh, two weeks later. Yeah. That was real sad. That was really sad. He was a nice guy. Yeah. Um, what the hell was his name? I can't remember his name. It's from La Cunada. Jeff Krosnoff? Yeah. Well, that was him. Yeah. It was at least one of the guys. 
Uh, if he wasn't him, we apologize to the Krasnov family if he's alive. But I think it was Jeff Krasnov. Oh, the guy came in. It was like a year ago. Yeah. It was the so same he's time. Get married or just got married. Same time because they're doing the whole uh, Toyota Grand Prix of Long Beach uh, plug. And they all came in, and they're great guys. And uh, two weeks later, we heard on the news that uh, he died in a car crash. Uh, and I think it was in a Canadian Grand Prix or something like that. Real sad. The guy came in. He had his wife with him. Mm-hmm. And all kinds of plans for the future and everything. All right. So, uh, anyway, uh, Brian Herta, Jimmy Vassar will be in here. And we have Playboy uh, Playmates uh, the following week. And uh, Grandmaster Flash, Yay! finally. And then uh, David Allen Greer, who uh, we had on the TV uh, recently, and is a real good guy. Great guy. Smart guy. Drew, uh, you knew smart. he was smart, didn't yeah. you? Yes. Yeah, it just, it just it, it, in, in real life, it just, it, it's obvious he's a smart guy. Yeah, he's a guy from uh, In Living Color and a, a lot of movies, and I think he's doing the McHale's Navy uh, thing is why he's here. Uh, plugging on. Okay. Drew? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Leah. Leah. Yep, that's me. What is it, Leah? Leah. All right. Deal is your boyfriend's sex drive seems up from seems increased from when you've known him in the past. Well, we were going out before he went into rehab and everything, and he was very sexually active then as mm-hmm. well. But I mean, I'm just more concerned about it because I'm in the program with him. Like ah. I'm, I'm not an addict or anything, but I go through everything with him. What do you mean you go through everything with him? Like uh, when he was in rehab, I would go visit him, and I'm like totally supportive of his program and everything. Now wait a minute. The, the way to help him in his program is to do what? For me? Yeah. Is well, I go to Al-Anon. Okay, not to go with him to anything. Right. Is to work your own program. Right, right, right. I mean, that's what I mean. I'm okay. doing that, and I'm like there just for support for him and stuff. And you're, you're there to work your own program, okay? Right. That's not for him. It's for you. Gotcha. Okay, if well, you properly. Was- my father was an alcoholic. Of course, too, so of I've course, been in of the course. Program for a long time. Well, well, wait a minute, Drew. Why would she be attracted to another person who abused substances? Right. I don't understand. Right, and that's the way people. Huh. Are. That's it's the kind way of it. like the Oedipus thing, you know. No, it's not even the. It's just it, without even trying to sort of understand it. It is just the fact that uh, we we pick people like our parents. But he's a really good guy. Both of them. That, that may well be. Uh, uh, I I uh, have gone a, a pole away from my mother. By the way. Uh, picking people like your parents. <laughs> I sized my mom, mom up and said, uh, you know, I, I watch these shows. People always say, well, everyone wants to marry their mother. They're always looking for a woman who's like their mom. They want everyone to mom, mom this and mom that. Uh, I, I took a look at my mom and went, nope, nope. <laughs> uh, I'm going the opposite. I, I, I think she's still in Germany visiting uh, my sister, so I can uh, speak freely, although she may be back. Uh, the point is, is I sized my family up and went, I'm getting the hell out of here. And there, there, uh, there are different ways. I, listen, it's not necessarily the case, but if you chose somebody like a certain type, you know, right. you keep doing that certain type, it's it's some kind of reaction to your your more primordial relations, right? Okay, uh, and and so he's about two years into sobriety, right? Right. What was his drug of choice? Um, alcohol. Okay, so one possibility is that this is just his normal sexual appetite, and it was right. suppressed before by the alcohol, mm-hmm. and now you're just seeing the normal thing. Another possibility is that he truly has a sex addiction also, which is very exactly. common, very common. Well, alcohol. he's substituting. Uh, what's well, he, what's and, he asked and, you to do? No, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Let Please, me, I'm trying to get some ratings let me finish. For, for just and one the, second. The other thing is that he is, in fact, using this as sort of a defense, as Adam is suggesting, that mm-hmm. it's a way of sort of diverting from the work of his program a little bit and trying to make himself feel better. Right. So, or, or some combination therein. I mean, right. it, go ahead. All right, Drew? All right, you ask him now. All right. Uh, what's going on? What's he want you to do? Oh. I don't. I mean, just normal 
20-year-old guy things, you know, wanting to try different things and stuff. Uh-huh. Does he want I a mean, third... Uh, does he want a third person in there? No, 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 no. No? Not at all. All right. He he, he knows better than that. Oh, he does. I've got him trained. Oh, that's good. <laughs> uh, any butt love? See, that's one thing he does want to do, and I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know about that. You don't want you, you you make that Jerry Lewis noise every time he brings up the butt love. And <laughs> <laughs> it's like, don't even try that because it's not going to work. Uh huh. And uh, so he's harping on the butt. Yeah, not I, only that. I, I know mean, guys. Like I, I swear. Sexual drive. I know guys whose whole relationship uh, revolves around them uh, trying to talk their girlfriends in anal sex. <laughs> it really becomes that's their wild. entire relationship. Yeah. Come on, baby. Well, and sick. then, then the dealing begins. Uh, all right. Uh, okay. Uh, you uh, you want that convertible? Uh, how about I nail you at the dealer? <laughs> right, right in the can. Well, I told him if it ever happens, then it's two months with no oral sex, and that's our. That, that, that's what I'm talking. About. The bartering <laughs> begins, and then uh, women get smart and they start talking about putting stuff in the guy's ass, which usually. Actually, I mentioned that too. <laughs> right, you're very sharp. All right, uh, uh, keep this guy uh, at bay with the with the butt stuff. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, you, you're on top of it. You understand? Yeah, he's. He, I mean, well, he ma- he made it look into essay. Essay. Yeah. All right. Sex Addicts Anonymous. Uh, and it, it All right, is, but the guys have got to hold down a job. I understand, but he may want to substitute one of his AA meetings with an SA meeting to see if it, if it's something. I mean, if he's really sincere about his program, people who are really working their program hard will will appreciate sort of broadening out the things that are, that are appropriate for their problems. If, usually people who are sex addicts have a lot of problem with aggression, too. And uh, the, the big book in SA uh, is, is really extremely good with that. What's the big book? The, the 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 book that like the AA has a big book and SA has a book. It's called the White White Book. I think they call it an essay. Some of the pages stuck together. No. Um, where uh, where do they have these SA meetings? Uh, you can just uh, call uh, whatever your local AA chapter is and ask for referral. But they're nowhere near as prevalent as the AA. Right? No, they're not. No, they're not. It, it is more. It's more psychologically based stuff too. I don't no slideshow involved or anything. No, it, it gets okay. some heavier stuff. No. Tiffany, 27. Hi. Hey. I have a, kind of a problem. Um, I'm 27, of course. And in the past, my I don't want to say relationships, but um, my sexual encounters have been with people who I consider friends, and most of them are still friends. And I haven't really been interested in finding a relationship. Ever? Um, well, I had one before, and it just... You know, it went for three years and everything was fine, and I still talk to him all the time, and we're real good friends. But how did that break up? Um, I had a baby, and he didn't want to deal with it. Oh. <laughs> so you guys just but went your own separate ways, no, and you're no, still friends. We, we adopted the baby out, and oh, and good. That's, that's congratulations. I mean, just you know, very very courageous thing of you to do. What'd well, you get for the baby? <laughs> about ten grand. Thanks, Adam. All right. Really. <laughs> No, right, no, checking. that's disgusting. All right. Anyway, now I'm ready for a relationship, but I need, <laughs> I need advice on how to change my attitude. What is your attitude? Uh, dump them before they can dump me. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm afraid of being dumped. Mm-hmm. Not because of what happened before. Mm-hmm. That was like a mutual breakup thing. Oh no, this happened a long time ago. What? The, the, the groundwork was laid long before you were laid by this guy and got pregnant. Okay. You know what I'm saying? No. You, you're saying you, you chose this guy that was such a jerk for reasons that were... Oh, no, he wasn't 
really a jerk. Well, I'll be the judge of who was a jerk and who was. We were both young, and neither one of us was ready to deal with it. Uh, Manson was young, too. What do, you, what do you mean he didn't deal with it? How, how actually did he manage it? Did he blow you off completely? Or no, what? no. He <laughs> went to the lawyers and everything with me, and we signed all the papers, and we both met the baby's parents. I mean, we and, so, and so he convinced and you to have to give it up? No, I said that I was going to. It was my choice. Drew has a problem with that. Drew? No, no, I just, I'm not getting a clear picture of what happened there. And I, mean, I forget about this we episode. Just, we weren't mature enough to deal with that, and, and going through the whole process, we decided that maybe we weren't mature enough to have a relationship. All right. How, see, how old were you? I was 20. Okay. And he... Okay. Don't yell at me. He was 17. No, that's cool. Okay. No problem with that. Anyway, now I kind of need to know how to change my, my view. Um, any advice that you have that I could, you know, start to... to Right. To find okay. A relationship now. All right. I'm getting old, and I'm, I want to get married. All right. I I, I hate to keep hearkening uh, back to the same thing, but uh, the, were you dumped on early on in life? No, not at all. Everything was fine. Everything was fine. Daddy loved you. Well, Dad died when I was very young. Oh, well, that, hey, there. Wait a minute. <laughs> that's what we're talking. Uh, by about. the way, that's not <laughs> fine. When one of the parents kicks off, and you're how old? I was seven. All right. Oh, that is come on. That is trauma. Big trauma. That is the definition of trauma. Drew. Yeah. Uh, parent dies. Uh, could you imagine? Yeah, major trauma. What your triplets would go through I, I, if, I, let's say, the nanny died. No, come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, the nanny sees uh, the nanny sees uh, the kids more than Drew. Uh, Drew would be like Uncle Uncle who? Oh yeah, the guy who picked up the Vegas tab. Yeah. Uh, uh, so we won't be going to Vegas, or? Okay. No. Could you imagine the triplets uh, yeah, if, uh, three years from now no. if you kicked off? It's, it's what Not to mention what I would do. <laughs> I'd have to get. I'd have to take Doctor Bruce and put him through like a two-week training course, uh, like he'd never seen before. Uh, uh, but it, that is traumatizing. Yes, and horrible. that is the ultimate loss. Yeah, someone was taken away, and then that's yeah, what, and, what's and, going and on. And the ultimate relationship is terminated too. It's very, very difficult to get over that. All right, so I'm a genius. Thank you. No, I mean, you know, and so that's why that you, you everything goes back to that original loss. It's the original sin. There it is. I mean, it's, you know, until, until you have managed that better, you're always going to be afraid of losing somebody. I mean, I, just I imagine how you're going to cling to whatever relationships you do get into. No, that's not true. How did I, I, I know? I managed it fine. All right. How did I know something was up? You have ESP. Nah, no, thank you. No, no. it's because we hear the patterns over and over and over and over again. People are not that different person to person. All right, so, Tiffany, yes. you got two choices. You can either accept uh, what we're saying is true, and it's no crime to have your dad die. There's nothing you did, and, it, and it's traumatizing. you got to deal with that a little more, and then you'll, uh, you'll, you'll get along in your relationships. And it may be as simple as, as just not, you know, as, as subduing the urge to terminate a relationship. Find somebody carefully who's good. And really try to develop that relationship and try to just manage your fears. And if they become overwhelming, then it may be time to get some professional help. Yeah, and, and that's what it is. Uh, here's, here's the deal before we go to break. Uh, understand your weaknesses. Uh, point them out to yourself. And then when you get involved in a relationship and you feel those feelings and those tendencies creeping upon you, which they will, then go ahead and fight them. Don't act on them. That's all it is. I mean, uh, that don't, don't suppress them. Explore them a little bit, but don't act on them is the thing. Thank you. All right, Drew, sell the hell out of something. Uh, here's somebody with a 
complication of a piercing. Good. Meanwhile, as the faceless evil closes in on the hapless sleeping populace across town in a shanty one-bedroom, an old woman feeds her parakeet. Come on, Chirpy, have some cheese. You love cheese. Since when are you afraid of cheese? Loveline will be right back. What are you spending on TV a month? $40? $60? $100 or more? Shame on you. You could get a world of entertainment with Dish and pay just $19.99 a month for the first 12 months. And then take all the money you save to buy puppy treats. Don't pay more than 20 bucks a month for the first year of great TV. Call 844-269-DISH. 844-269-DISH. Limited time offer. 24-month commitment and credit qualification required. Cancellation fee and other restrictions apply. Call for details. Get Dish for just $19.99 a month for 12 months. Call 844-269-DISH. 844-269-DISH. Hi, this is Jennifer Gray, and you're listening to Loveline with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Yes. Well, I think we know where Jennifer stands on her love for me. Yeah, I'm a little confused myself. Your, no, your you know the way she feels. No, your relationship Where does her. she stand? Yeah, where oh. does she... Can you clarify that for me? Jennifer Gray has it, has it pretty big for me. Really? Yeah. I think that's uh, I, I actually think that's I believe he may be right. She has these sort of these sort of uh, moments of insanity. <laughs> really, uh, I, I, I get this real sense. I had more. I have. A, I had a deep conversation with her actually. I'd and go it with, fluctuates between that and abject hatred. I'd go with moments of clarity. True, but stern but groovy master. All right, now that is the voice of a woman in love. But Anne, what did uh, what did she tell you? Well, she had a boyfriend. Oh, that bitch. And I said, don't tell him because it won't make this show as fun. <laughs> I can't believe that bitch is two-timing me. <laughs> I said, wait till after the show, but I guess she never told you. Uh, next thing you know, you're going to tell me she's uh, not a virgin. <laughs> oh, for Christ's sake. No, I think she still is a virgin. Oh, okay. no, she alluded to having a boyfriend. She did? She did? Yeah. You, you he, missed, he it. missed that. Yeah, you're in denial, I guess. <laughs> what was the illusion? What was I doing? I Talking forget. about I myself? Undoubtedly. Yeah. There's a good bet that that's what was happening. I mean, all right, but she can dream. Is that what she said, Anne? Uh, yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> okay, <laughs> thank you, Anne. Anne knows where her bread is buttered. All right, it's not with you. Uh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but we tolerate each other, don't we, Anne? We do. We have a loving yeah, relationship. Yeah, we got a thing. All right, that's sort of what Jennifer and he had. That's the deal. Yeah, but she only gets to see him once a year. I spend every night with see? him. It'll yeah. be fun once a year. And and is uh, she's not getting in love anymore. There was a there was a time, there was a time when we were fresh, we were new. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Okay. All right. You know, I didn't get a, a nap in Vegas like you did, Drew. I just worked uh, straight through. Mm. You understand? Yeah. Raquel, twenty-eight. Hi guys, how are you? Good. I have two questions, actually, if there's time, but the first one is um, I've had my nipple pierced for a year this month, and about a week ago, it got really sore, and, like, under the areola, it started getting really hard, and hmm. the lump was growing. Hmm. So I went to the urgent care yesterday, mm-hmm. and the doctor said that I have a staph infection. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so he put me on Keflex. Mm-hmm. 
for the infection and mm-hmm. gave me a shot in the butt okay. and said, come back today for another shot. And he was going to see if any of the swelling had gone down because it's really huge mm-hmm. and it's really painful. So anyways, went back today, gave me another shot, and he says I have to come back again tomorrow. And he wants to cut yeah. above the areola, yeah. like no. half of it. It's uh, often, it. yeah, it's an abscess. Often it has to be drained. Oh, he, wants, he wants to make an incision. Yeah, sometimes it is. Yeah, this, like this, halfway. Sometimes this actually has to be hospitalized. It's called mastitis. What about it? What about lancing, Drew? Well, that's basically what he's doing. But these are large abscesses that have to be packed. I mean, I've, I've had to hospitalize these occasionally. Does he? Did he tell you that this was necessarily related to your nipple piercing in any way? Yeah, it, um, he said it was. There must have been a tear inside or something, and then. It I got infected because um, I, mean, I figured have, that that was. You can infected. have that without nipple piercing, okay? It, you, okay. You, you can have that. I, I'm not. A, a well healed piercing. Should, yeah, because it's been healed for the longest. Yeah. It, it, that sounds there. weird, yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah, I'm sure it's not quite as as healthy a tissue as had you not jammed a needle through it. But, <laughs> but uh, be that as it may, it's usually well what's called epithelialized by oh. then. And people can get mastitis. What is up piercing. with you, nipple piercers? Seriously, what is running through your feeble minds? I'm sorry. I, I don't care if I'm not cool because I don't condone this. But I, I really I, I, I really think something's wrong with everybody who does this. There oh. there you go. I'm going out on a limb. You're <laughs> all, all right, left up. Uh, there's something to this. I, there could be uh, n- nothing. Uh, I, my whole life is based around keeping sharp things away from the genitalia and nipple areas. But if, Adam, if you accepted that it was a, just a, a trend. Just a super trendy thing, not trendy, but just a a, a, a stylistic trend. Now, should I not <laughs> hang on a second? Hang on a second. Once it's, it's uh, all healed, because mm, he made me take it out yesterday. That's a good question. You actually ought to ask the piercing organizations. I uh, follow your doctor's directions for uh-huh. sure. Uh, I suspect you'll be able to put it back in. Yeah, because there was some green pus coming out no, of the openings, and that's when I thought that the piercing itself. Yeah, was. well, it's certainly infected now. Uh, whether or not it actually was a causative part of it, it's hard to say. All right, trends. It's suspicious. Bro. Yes, yeah, trends. But, uh, you know, if people do not have a solid sense of themselves, it's pretty easy to get caught into trends. Uh, yes, you hear that, all you uh, trendy trenders out there who uh, think you're yeah, but, on the, but uh, what, what the cutting edge of cool. But what 16, 17-year-old really has... I knew, yeah. I knew when I was sixteen, seventeen. I had good uh, sense enough not to be jabbing stuff through my yeah, but you, uh, urethra. You, look, but you threw poo around and stuff. Did other things uh, that you thought was cool. Though. All right, that's a good, healthy outlet for teenagers, Drew. Please, that's normal. That's a normal part of development. Hmm. <laughs> I was bored, so I put a spear through my penis. All right, see. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, um, uh, we all have skeletons in our closet. Uh, my skeleton's in the toilet, actually. All right. Drew, how much mileage are you going to get out of that whole poo fling thing? It's, it's, it's... Uh, I was I was victimized. Uh, no, I'm victimized by the the thought of it, and so it's uh, for right, it's my- emblazoned in my memory. <laughs> it's forever with me. Okay, so it's kind of, it's not a matter of mileage. It's just the fact that it occurs to me, unfortunately, when we're talking about. All right, but who's 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 uh, who's uh, the sickest? Uh, the people that commit the crimes, or uh, those who sit around on the internet and uh, stare at them and masturbate? Yeah, making yes, it a sexual thing. Uh, my is a point thing. is well taken. But you, you talk about getting caught up in a trend. I mean, even though you were defending yourself, you engaged happily. All right, but there was no trend. 
uh, I was a, a pioneer in the poof flinging field. There was no, uh, hey, uh, hey, well, what's new? What's hot? Uh, hey, hey, all the other kids are doing it. Uh, let's fling some poo. Right. Uh, you understand? Yes, I'm right. not following any trend. Yes, but you didn't. You were you were flung upon, and that's what brought you into the trend. So. It's I was drawn into the trend, yes, yes by yeah. uh, being the recipient of it. I was flung upon. Yes. Thank you, Drew. It's uh, very eloquent. I was the flung E, not the flung R. Do you understand? The more specifically, my neck and uh, part of the parka. Uh, thank God my folks had the good sense to shop at JCPenney's instead of somewhere nice. Uh, I could have destroyed something. Thank God it was filled with Dacron pile instead of actual down uh, goose down. Uh, Taylor. Hey. Hey, you're uh, 19, yeah. Yeah, all right. I need advice from you guys. I've gone to everyone else, friends, family, and no one knows what they're talking about, and I figure you guys hear this crap every night, so you got to have something for me. All right. Okay. My girlfriend, we've been together about eight months, and since, like, I guess about a month ago, we ha- we got in this big fight, and this and that and the whole thing was that I was rude to her one day that was what she told me and I didn't believe it obviously so I was like I was like what is it really you gotta tell me cause I wasn't it, I can't even remember myself being rude Wait, to I, her. I need more details how old is she? she is 18 and how long guys been together? 8 months and what was this rude incident? what were you supposed to have done? I guess she said I was mocking her for something that she said What? It, what was that? I she she was saying like I gave her a ride home one night from school or something and she said well she said that she said well I'll talk to you tomorrow and she said that I was mocking her for saying it. I don't remember it happening I don't remember anything I don't remember saying anything that she could have gotten that and, from. and how is she behaving now exactly give us um, an example of something she's done recently like how she's behaving well it's like let me let me tell you the whole thing of the problem like so we talked about it and she said, oh, it's because you're stressing me out because because when I get flirted with by gu- other guys, I feel really bad about it, and it stresses me out because you never flirt with any other girls. And so she gets all mad, and she says, That's All right, all right, all right. Oh, hold on, hold on. That's a bunch of hold BS, on. whatever it is. I don't know. know what's going on here. Listen, Taylor. Uh-huh. Uh, th- this is not the people's court. <laughs> I, you guys have some sort of petty disagreement here. No, uh, some, I, I don't know what's going on. No, are are you, you smoke a lot of weed? I don't do any of that. Really? Yeah, I don't pick up on that at all. You're not? Uh-uh. Uh, you not? Uh-uh. You drink at all? I don't. Uh, you have a decent job? Uh, what junior college do you currently attend? I That's, actually attend the University no. of Utah. I don't believe it. No, no, well, Adam, this is more one of these things where he is too nice. This is one of those oh, too nice things. All right. Uh, yeah. And what's up with your girlfriend? I that's what. That's right, what I'm what's her deal? Uh, where where's she from? Uh, you want you want to you want to tell the future? Or you must look into the past. Um, well, she's from Salt Lake, and all right. I mean, well, there's your problem. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. Listen. Uh. Here's does, the deal. Does she ever lay that you're too nice thing on her on you? Um. I. She's never really said it, but I am extremely nice. Right. All right. Okay. I think listen. That might be a problem. Listen. Let me tell you about. Uh, let me tell you about chicks here, Taylor. All right. Uh, they may uh, protest bitterly and claim that they don't want uh, the strong hand of a man. And I don't mean uh, physically, mm. but I mean they like guidance. 
Yeah. They like to know uh, that uh, you're the man. Uh, please, Drew. Please. I think this girlfriend please. might like abuse, though, is the problem. Uh, and here's what I mean. I don't mean you smack your girlfriend. I don't mean you become abusive to your girlfriend. I mean you are in charge of yourself, at least. I'm not saying every decision goes your way and you do whatever Taylor wants to do. But I am saying that you stand up for yourself, that you that you you, you walk proud, and that you don't kowtow to every uh, bizarre whim that she has or demand. You, mm-hmm. you understand? Yeah. They will respect that, and you will have a much better relationship. When you're always on the, what can I do for you, honey, uh, they just run a rough shot right over you. There is that. And also, was she a kind of a project? <sighs> was she kind of a project, Taylor? Uh, what do you mean by that? Was she sort of hurting in some way, and you were there to fix her? Well, um, I didn't know this when we first got together. Mm-hmm. All right. About, okay. about <laughs> there we week. go. Uh, yes. <laughs> about a week, in, a week after we got together, she, what did she, tell she you? thought she had to tell me. Obviously, she did. That she was sexually abused when she No, was nothing like that. It was her. She had a boyfriend who went to California, and that was that. Didn't hear from him for two months and this and that. And we get together, and about a week, two weeks later, he shows up. He hadn't, he hadn't talked to her at all. Uh-huh. He shows up, and... This whole thing about, and so she felt guilty about that, just not not calling him and breaking up with him and just getting with me. And that, I mean, and that was two weeks into, and that started problems for a while. And All right. I uh, thought we solved those a while ago. Right. I haven't heard anything about that for. Taylor, long, Taylor. Yeah. Uh, listen to me. All right. you're, you're rambling now. Just because she gets on the offense doesn't mean you need to get on the defense. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just because she gets offended doesn't mean you have to uh, uh, plea your case to her each time. Okay. Stand stand tall. Be firm. Do you understand? Yeah. Look down. Uh, what's between your legs? <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's not funny. You understand, Taylor? Yep. All right. She will appreciate it. Okay. All right. Thanks a Go lot. Go forth and don't procreate. <laughs> there, that's, there. that's my new line. Go forth and don't procreate. What are you pointing? Oh, yes. Uh, no, I, no. Too I'm much not, to write. Way too much to write. Uh, if we could abbreviate it. I, Maybe uh, just G. Make it F- an acronym. G-F-D-P. Okay. I say uh, B-F-D to that. And we'll be back. The voices are trying to throw me off while they're... I, I'm, tr- I'm almost back. I'm trying to concentrate on this. Okay, you're safe. Thank you. Love line will be right back. Hey, Dr. Drew, yeah, Mike. I pretty much, uh, look, I never bought anything online in my life until I met my wife. Oh, and, seriously? Uh, now all I do is go to Amazon. Uh, yeah, I buy pretty much everything on Amazon. And if you want to support somebody that has an affiliate relationship with, with Amazon, you go to their website, you click through the Amazon banner, and at zero cost to you, Amazon shares some of the purchase price with the affiliate. Why are for- you being so nice about it and saying somebody with an affiliate relationship? You're right, Mike. I should be more specific. Forget an affiliate, some vague affiliate. Let's go to Podcast One where you can find the Loveline podcast, the Loveline page. Bookmark that page and just click through on the Amazon banner located at the top of the homepage. You can even use the Amazon banner if you're in Canada or the U.K. It makes it easy for all future purchases. Again, it is podcastone.com. Click on the Keep It Free banner to support Amazon and all the wonderful sponsors that make the show possible.
Uh, all right. Uh, out of time. Thanks for joining us. Uh, tomorrow, uh, big-time surprise guest. Uh, but I will guarantee you this. Uh, you've never heard of them. So, until next time, this is Adam. I want to thank the beautiful Ann. Now, wait a minute. Let me get the order down. I want to thank the lovely Sherry, the beautiful Lisa, who's uh, uh, got a new do and a new lease on life, too. She really went from that sort of, uh, uh, she looked a little easy before, and now she really looks like the girl next door, who's easy but just living next door. Uh, and I want to thank the angular one, producer Ann, who uh, does a wonderful job rubbing her feminine stink all over the show. And, of course, uh, the one-nut wonder, uh, without uh, his tremendous efforts, uh, the show would just be about I, the same. I'm, ho- I'm homosexual. <laughs> and, uh, of course, Drew. So until next time, this is Sam Crawler for Dr. Drew saying mahalo. This has been Loveline. The opinions expressed herein are certainly opinions, that's for sure. If you'd like a written transcript of today's program, you probably should have written it down yourself. And if you did, we'd like a copy. Loveline producer Ann Wilkins. This broadcast was copyright 1997 Westwood One Entertainment. This music is MXBX on Tooth and Nail Records. Sit, Obo. Obo, stop dragging your butt across the carpet. <laughs> this concludes another PodcastOne.com program. Buying a car can be a stressful experience, but True Car is changing car buying forever. Yes, True Car helps car buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Last month, over 45,000 cars were sold by the True Car Certified Dealer Network. And TrueCar.com users save an average of $3,046 off MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three steps go to TrueCar.com. Find out what other people paid for the car you're looking for. Then register at TrueCar.com to see the upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. And the third step is simple. Just print out your True Car Savings Certificate and take it to the True Car Certified Dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. Every day, TrueCar.com users receive negotiation-free, guaranteed savings. Save time. Save money and never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com.